Hello everyone and welcome to a special episode of the Guelo Ramblings World Tour podcast. My name is Stephen Palmer and you might know me from being the co-host of the Asian Cinema Film Club podcast with Mr Elwood Jones or maybe my writing for easternkicks.com or maybe from my Asian cinema blog guelloramblings.wordpress.com which of course is where this podcast gets its name. If you want to know more about who I am and how we got here I suggest you go back and listen to my first episode in the main feed and then come back when you're all up to speed or just stay, wing it. Either way, you're most welcome. Now normally on the podcast I try and introduce you, my lovely listeners, to the wonderful world of international cinema, showcasing films from around the globe that are made outside of America, outside of Hollywood. But I do watch plenty of films from there, so occasionally I'll going to post a special episode talking about films from anywhere that have simply blown me away or that I really just want to talk about. Think of it as a irregular bonus unless of course people really like it and then I might be inspired to do some more. Anyway this episode's subject is the recently Oscar adorned animated feature Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Now me talking about this film might surprise any listeners dragged over from the Asian Cinema Film Club. One of my personal tropes is that I don't really like animated films, however much Elwood tries to get me to watch anime. Now of course there are exceptions, but it simply isn't a fundamentally a style of film I gravitate towards. I am, however, a huge American comic book fan, and Spider-Man is probably my favourite character. I've enjoyed the six live-action films made in recent years. Uh, Some I love, like the recent Homecoming or Raimi's Spider-Man 2. The others, to somewhat varying degrees. But when I saw this animated feature was going to be made, I was confused and honestly disinterested. I just didn't understand it. Why was an animated Spider-Man film getting a proper cinema release? and based around Miles Morales, a version of the character I only have limited connection with, and I initially considered part of the horrible corporate wave of diversity inclusion that Marvel as a company in particular has been guilty of. Don't get me wrong, I am all for diversity in comics and comic book characters, but I rather it was grown organically with new creations and not just blanket, recoloured reimaginations of existing characters. The Ultimate Universe of Peter Parker was a really interesting interpretation of the Spider-Man mythos, and I felt he was rather ruthlessly killed off to introduce this Afro-Latino version of the character. And then there's this whole multiple universe aspect of the film I felt was appealing to the deep nerds rather than the average moviegoer. But do you know something? I was wrong. You see, I finally got to watch the film. And I came to the realisation that far from being an awful waste of time, but that this movie was quite possibly one of Marvel's finest. In fact, it might be the best Marvel superhero movie ever. Why? Well, I'll take a deep breath now. First up, we get a whole gamut of emotions to explore. It's genuinely funny. It's genuinely touching. It hits numerous 
genuinely, genuinely emotional beats. I cared about Miles, about his journey. I honestly cared about Peter B. Parker, a character created for this film that plays on the usual browbeaten aspect of the character and drives it to a realistic endpoint. This is a guy who's lost his Aunt May, he's lost his Mary Jane, he's lost his mojo, and he's let himself go, he's given up. It makes absolute sense to me. And by meeting Miles and having this adventure, it reignites him in a really organic way. It's heartbreaking when he meets the Mary Jane of this universe, and seeing how this adventure has inspired him by the end of the movie, it's just a classic Peter Parker story. The movie is riddled with little Easter eggs for those of us who know and care, but it doesn't ram it down our throats, and it doesn't make the film impenetrable to the more casual viewer. It shows respect to what has gone before, and whilst it's able to poke fun at some less stellar moments, such as that whole Spider-Man 3 dancing nonsense, it gives us a final Stanley cameo, one that actually drives an aspect of the plot along, but is also brave enough not to paint Lee as an untouchable saint. It's a suitable and fitting epitaph for the man. The film finds time to give multiple characters real development arcs. Not only Miles and Peter B. Parker, but Miles' father, Miles' uncle. And we get other interpretations of Spider-Man, such as Nicolas Cage's Spider-Man Noir and John Mulaney's Spider-Ham, that are frankly ridiculous, but somehow manages to make them work. And even finds time to introduce the world to a particular favourite of mine, Penny Parker and Spider, which is imagined as a anime-type character and her robotic uh, pet, shall we say. And it gets us up to speed and all these characters in a way which is simply genius. It's a film that could easily be weighed down by exposition, but instead treats the audience like adults and allows the repetition of the self-narrated origin story become an easily understandable shorthand. The film is visually arresting with an amazing animation style. No, 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 it's cleverer than that. It combines a modern and fresh animation style with a whole set of other animated styles and techniques. Uh, let's look at the Kingpin for example, which is clearly based on Bill Sinkovich's version of the character from the fairly obscure 1986 Daredevil graphic novel Love and War. It's an interesting and arresting visual image, but to us comic geeks, we know what that means. And it also has a fabulous and appropriate score and soundtrack. It even manages to add a little reinvention of its own. Um, obviously we've talked about Peter B. Parker, but also we have the gender swap version of Dr. Octopus, who's a brilliant creation, and this universe's uber-capable version of Spider-Man, voiced by Chris Pine. All these are excellent interpretations. In fact, the only thing I'm not wild about in this whole movie is the version of the Scorpion which they introduce. But my word, that's a minor complaint. And it's all these things and yet it remains well-paced. The overall story is packaged and delivered brilliantly. I see, maybe I should have paid more attention when first hearing about this film to the people involved. 
Phil Lord and Christopher Miller take writing and production credits here. And they were the pair who've managed to take such potentially daft ideas as Lego movies and 21 Jump Street movie remakes and deliver works of really clever postmodern entertainment genius. All that and one of the funniest post-credit sequences I've ever seen where we have Spider-Man 2099 and the original cartoon version mashed up in a just a seriously funny sequence like an extended meme. So yeah, I was wrong. Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse is one of the best movies, animated or otherwise, that I have watched in a long time. It can appeal to old or young, to comic geek and casual observer. And even though I thought it wouldn't, it won me over. Big time. I'll finish with a little housekeeping. You should be able to find the page for the podcast on Facebook now. Just search for Guelo Ramblings World Tour or look for it in the episode description. If you want to contact the show, give feedback, tell me about your favourite superhero or maybe Spider-Man films or suggest something for a future episode, feel free to contact me there or via email on thingsfallapart at hotmail.co.uk And please... Feel free to give me a review, share episodes with people you think might like this. I'm not here for large numbers of subscribers, but I do like to know I'm not talking to myself. So face front, true believers, and with great power comes great responsibility. I'll catch you in another special episode soon. But please feel free to check out other episodes of the Guelo Ramblings World Tour Podcast or Asian Cinema Film Club Podcast. (laughs) 